Hello and welcome to the Boise Art Scene Podcast. I'm Morgan McCollum. I'm here with Michael Norsk. He's got a show open at the Idaho Art Gallery and we'll be hosting a reception there in early November. Thanks for joining me today. Thank you so much, Morgan. It's an honor to be on the show with you today. So what can you tell me about what your primary medium is? What, what do you do? Well, Morgan, I work with acrylic on canvas. And what I love about acrylic is that it just has so many expressive qualities. And uh, because one of my techniques slash methods is I use a dropper to apply my uh, dots. I use pointillism a lot. Um, so what I do with the acrylic is I'm able to um, thin it out and actually add it to a small jar, which allows me to take the dropper and pull it out and apply it to the canvas. So again, it's expressive qualities. Um, it also allows me to layer and texture. And that's one of my things that I really pride myself on as far as my uh, work that is produced. So yeah, I would say acrylic on canvas is... Are there any other uh, mediums that you dabble in? Nope, not at this current time. Okay. No, but I, I, I hope to eventually uh, expand on those uh, kind of you know adventures. So what got you uh, working with art? What got you started? That's a great question. I started back in 2017. Um, I discovered painting in, uh, I was in grad school for elementary education for my master's. And it was a very challenging time. I really needed to uh, uh, help manage my mental health. Uh, I, again, I had just had a child and uh, being in grad school, it was a very difficult time. So to, in order for me to manage my mental health and um, find a creative outlet to uh, help me with that, I found and discovered painting. And it was instantaneous as far as the connection. It allowed me to process everything, connect to my feelings, my emotions and thoughts. Um, so it was, a, it was a game changer for me. And so I still work through the uh, master's program. I put that on a hold for a little bit, trying to go maybe a different direction, going into artist therapy now or um, other avenues. So... Excellent. So uh, what then motivates you to create your art? I would say, number one, it's mental health management. I'll be talking a lot about that because I've, I'm a mental health advocate. And I am, again, motivated every day to work on that. And that's where painting comes in. It is number one for me to process everything, deal with my emotions, help me uh, stay balanced, uh, stay in a state of mind that is very, you know, very meditative, therapeutic. I also work with kids a lot with art. I help out in my son's school. Uh, we do a lot of art projects together. So kids inspire me and I hope to inspire them through the arts as well. So one of the artists that I've interviewed in the past, uh, her name is Gina Cole. She oh, yeah. uh, works with veterans down at the VA um, and helps, and she does art as therapy as well. Uh, so it's, it's interesting to see that. I've also seen with Alzheimer's patients where mm -hmm. they did uh, some painting. It wasn't anybody that I've interviewed personally, but art as a therapy definitely seems like it's got uh, at least some legs under it. It sure does. And I'm very familiar with Gina Cole. I'm glad you mentioned her. She and I showed at the uh, International Gallery of Fine Art just last year. And I know her work and I really am inspired by her work and I really respect her as an artist and a human being. But I would say artist therapy is coming along very smoothly, also very quickly. I think more and more um, counselors and therapists who work with kids at a young age 
are finding that that is a way to help kids really manage and express their emotions, process, and we need to give them a canvas, these younger kids. And also, as you mentioned, Alzheimer's and the VA, we just need to provide a canvas and let them get started to, to, to work through things. Now, as you mentioned, your art is, uh, is it's a bit busy. It's, it's kind of got that pointillism going yes. to it. Uh, so what, where do you get the inspiration for the things that you create? My children are number one as far as inspiration. I have two kids. I try to paint with them either every day or every other day to help them uh, also work on their daily challenges and their emotions. And they inspire me as far as picking colors, uh, helping me title paintings. Um, so it's just a lot of fun. It brings them joy. It brings me joy. I connect with my inner child. Um, so they're number one inspiration. My wife, she's my quote unquote curator. Uh, she helps, supports me, helps me set up shows. So she is a great inspiration. And nature, the, it, it is so wonderful here in Boise since I moved from Chicago. The color changes, the seasons. I immerse myself in nature. I'll sit at Ann Morrison Park, go down to Boise River, and I get all these inspirations from that. I would also say fellow artists are an enormous inspiration. I have a lot of exhibitions that I have the same groups that I work with, and we collaborate, we talk, we express our uh, who we are and what we are wanting to do in the Boise art community. So those are my inspirations. Excellent. So you mentioned being a, a transplant here. Yes. Um, so are there any um, opportunities that you've had that are Boise specific that maybe in your experience coming from a larger market, that maybe they're not as accessible in a place like Chicago, but they're lower hanging fruit here. Yeah, I have, uh, since I've moved here, I've had so many wonderful opportunities and I am humbled, I'm honored for each one I get. The most recent was the Art and Soul, the Magic Valley in uh, Twin Falls. I was, I showed a piece there and it got uh, great feedback. We had a sponsor. Wolf Lighting, they took in my piece. And so I learned a lot about Twin Falls. I learned a lot about the uh, art community. Um, so that's that's uh, definitely one of the things that I've been part of. Uh, second one is Riverside Hotel. Uh, I've worked with a group, uh, we had an exhibition called Opus a while back. So that was an honor. I think that's a pretty well-established chain. And Boise Weekly, I've been on the cover uh, four times, which is an incredible honor. Uh, I love their publication. I love what they're all about. We have an auction coming up next week, which is 52 artists, and we're going to raise money for the publication. And so it's next week. It's Thursday from 6 to 8 at Trica, which is here in Boise as well. And let's see, Boise State Public Radio. That was a big one for me. A few years back, I was part of an exhibition there as well. Excellent. So you've got your own space here where you work in. Uh, is that important to your uh, creative process? Do you think that's something that you would be able to create even if you didn't have? Yes, I feel very safe in my environment in the studio. I've worked in collaboratives before where there's you know, multiple artists and there's a lot of energy there, positive uh, emotional energy. But I am more of a private person. And with my process... It's like writing a book. You, you write it or you paint it and then you deliver it when it's finished. But the process, I'm really more into creating on my own. I would also say that I feel extreme freedom and joy when I'm in the studio. Uh, I listen to music. 
occasionally my son will come out and paint with me, but it's, it's, it's my space. And it's very hard to recreate that space anywhere else. I would say sometimes I take my painting outside in the backyard just for fresh air and see a different light on the canvas. But yeah, it's a safe space in the studio. I'm very grateful to have a studio. Now, yeah, I speak with a lot of artists and in the past, not everybody's got a studio, but a lot of people might have, you know, a desk in a room, just mm -hmm. somewhere that they can leave their supplies out and, and not have to clean up after they yeah. finish for the day. It, it seems like that uh, really enables people to be more creative or more creative at will or on a whim. I agree 100%. Why is art important to you? Uh, why is it, you know, something that's worth pursuing and spending your time on? I feel art is an inspiration to us all. Those who create, those who appreciate the creation. It's just a wonderful way to share your uh, yourself, your experiences, your emotions, thoughts, feelings. I would also say for me, again, mental health management is another one. I really, I paint every day to focus on balance and staying in the right frame of mind. And so I feel, you know, I feel safe. I feel free. I feel at peace. That's why it's important to me and to inspire others to share, you know, enthusiasm for the arts. Do you think that it's valuable for art to be out in the community? Like Boise's got a pretty vibrant public art program. Yes. Do you think that's important for a community as well? Absolutely. I see uh, the community, I see um, Freak Alley, one of my favorite places. When I walk through there and there's a group of people, there is laughter. There is tons of positive energy. People are there appreciating other people's story, what they felt, the connection, how it evokes emotion. It's a safe place. And so I love going through Freak Alley. I love on Wednesdays to go get my Boise Weekly to see another person in there working through things like myself, finding a place here in Boise. But like I said, it's very vibrant and it's very welcoming. I would say it has the elements for artists to be successful if they work hard at it and they give it a, a, a true 100%. Have you had any opportunities to apply for any of the City of Boise's grants, uh, any of those public art offerings that they've done? I have. I've um, tried to get on the box, the, uh, the box downtown. There was one uh, offer there. Uh, my piece was not selected, but it, I was honored to be considered. But other than that, no, I, I'm really focused on the gallery aspect, exhibitions throughout Idaho. Uh, we're starting to, I have, we created a group called Elemental and just kind of go off tangent here. Um, it's the group of four artists and we've done two shows now, one in Twin Falls and one in Idaho Falls. And we all have the same theme, which is elemental. And, but we all come from a different angle. So there's a sculptor, acrylic on canvas is me. We have watercolor as well. And so we create our pieces and exhibit them all into one. And it's been a magical experience so far. So that's, that's one of the groups that I'm currently working with. Excellent. So uh, that, that group, you said that's people across Idaho? Yeah, they're more local. We do have one that's out in Nampa. But uh, so Boise proper and Nampa, and we came together through the International Art Gallery, a fine art gallery last year. So we are very tight knit. We have been uh, maybe two, three years together and decided to start this group because we wanted to expand not only our own individual side, but also 
more collaborative. And uh, once you get four or five artists together, magical things happen. <laughs> so you, you said you've been able to show uh, as a group in some galleries around. Has that been a difficult process to find places that are willing to show like a group thing like that? No. When we started the idea, we uh, created a portfolio and proposal. And so those two were delivered to galleries we thought were of interest. We wanted to get outside of Boise because we've had a lot of success here. And we found Twin Falls was very close at the Herod Center, which was uh, a wonderful opportunity. And then after that show, we're there for February last year, and we went to Idaho Falls. But it's about communication with gallery owners. It's about sending materials. It's about showing a portfolio and then the proposal, because a lot of galleries, they are booked out for several years, as they should if they're, you know, a great gallery. So we've been fortunate, the, you know, as far as finding these two galleries. And the next gallery we're going to be at is at the uh, NNU. And that is called the Friesen Gallery. And that will be in February and March of next year. And that's a very exciting opportunity to work with art students at the university, have professors come in and look at our work. And all our work is available. And we're excited about that. Yeah, I've seen now that Twin Falls seems like they're doing quite a bit of art stuff. I spoke about a year ago uh, with, I can't remember the name, but they had started the art commission out there and uh, they're working on actually getting more opportunities for artists. And it's it's great to see stuff outside of Boise and the Treasure Valley and stuff. It's it's good to see in the entire state getting Absolutely. involved. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> so are you able to support yourself with your art? Yes, I am. Yes, I am a full-time working artist. I work a lot, and uh, I also try to balance home life. I have two wonderful kids, as I've mentioned. I'm still pursuing my master's slowly but surely, and a lot of other creative uh, projects and outlets. So yes, I am very honored to really be giving this 100% even more. As an artist who supports yourself, do you find yourself working on commissions? Do you find people... Uh seek out your work and purchase it? What kind of stuff uh, has enabled you to live off of your work? I have been very fortunate since I moved here um, six, seven years ago to have my art be received as it has because the abstract world that I'm in can be difficult for, for some to, you know, I, I think non-representational art is, is challenging to, to, to bring out to others but I've been very fortunate to have so many opportunities for my art to be received. And I found collectors, which I've been very, very grateful for. They appreciate my work. They are purchasing, you know, ever so often once my new pieces come out. I do work on commission. I have a pretty well-established website that leads to, you know, purchasing my work and exhibitions. I try to get three or four exhibitions a year. If I can do more, I will. Uh, and that's where a lot of my sales come from. Private sales, collectors, exhibitions is, is where I really focus. So that kind of naturally leads into the next thing then. Uh, so what, what is your website? It is michaelanorsk.com. You'd mentioned also, you know, shows and things like that. Uh, what do you have coming up? I am feeling very blessed these days. I have a very full plate coming up in the next year. As an artist, you want to plan and plan ahead. So I've got the next year planned with exhibitions and collaborations. The first thing I got is next week, I mentioned the Boise Weekly Auction next Thursday night. I've got a lot of fellow artists showing up with me. 
Gary and Mary, two of my favorite artists here, Gary McCall and Mary Gardner. I've interviewed them. <laughs> they will they will be they will be there and we've been there four years together and I'm so much looking forward to that. As we mentioned, the next uh, step after that is the Idaho Art Gallery. I'm currently there October and I'll also be there November and our reception will be November 10th and 11th. And then in February, March next year, I'll be at NNU with uh, my fellow group Elemental for that exhibition for two months. And uh, I recently just booked the uh, Riverside Hotel exhibition next year at the Water's Edge Gallery, and that will be August and July, and a private show in October at the same place. So I could not be happier with where I'm at. It's taken a lot of effort, determination, perseverance, but I could see myself doing nothing else but paint and create, because that's where my my true passion is at this point. What do you think uh, is next with your art? Do you think you will continue in this vein? Have you been starting to look at, you know, uh, has anything else been drawing your eye? Any other styles? My methods and techniques are not typical, and I feel that I want to expand on those wherever they might go. So I, for, for me, I've always said, why not? Well, sky's the limit. So I'm going to keep mixing things. I'm going to keep exploring and, and discovering and rediscovering those kinds of elements. And yeah. Is there anything that I've missed talking with you about that uh, you were hoping to bring up? I would say, first and foremost, I'm honored to have had this opportunity to sit down with you, Morgan. Every time I speak to someone in the community here in Idaho about art, I get a sense of warmth. I feel that art is appreciated by others. And when it's all said and done, I will continue creating for the rest of my life, continue painting, because it helps me manage my daily mental health. It inspires my children. It inspires others. You know, that's reciprocated from other artists as well. And so that's, that's, that's what's really exciting about the future. Well, thank you very much for spending your time with me and taking this afternoon to chat about what you've got going on and letting me come into your space. And thank you, Morgan. I'm, I'm truly honored. Thank you. And thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Boise Art Scene podcast. If you'd like to learn more about local artists, be sure to check out BoiseArtScene.com and follow us on YouTube, Facebook, or Instagram. Boise Art Scene is hosted by Morgan McCullum with social media done by Katie Kloppenberg.